She Can Talk, Art Podcast, Episode 3, Sue Hotchkiss. Hi guys, welcome to She Can Talk. Um, today it's Gran's turn to choose an artist. Uh, Gran, do you just want to remind everyone who you chose? Um, yeah, it's Sue Hotchkiss and I really love her work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a reminder as well, we are on um, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and every time we release an episode of the podcast, we'll be doing a post on all the social media to go with it. So it'll have like images of the work that we've been discussing. Um, you can find us at, at She Can Coffee on all three platforms. So Sue was born in Hull, um, spent most of her adult life in Manchester and now lives in Scotland. Is that right? Yeah. Um, I read that when she was in school her favorite lessons were art and needlework and it wasn't until she did a foundation course that she realized she actually liked combining the two um and she didn't do a foundation course until she was 28 i think i'd read she'd taken an office job and then was bored to tears and decided to go as an older student a mature student she focuses on colour and texture and surface and it's very much about like decay and the ageing process. I actually really love the colours that she uses in her work. I also love the fact that although she is a textile artist, she puts a lot more into her work than that. First, she'll take a picture somewhere, which is quite unusual. A lot of artists like to sketch the area they're going to, to work from, but she doesn't. She takes pictures of all different things that, that she likes the look of so that she may or may not work on those things later. Once she does decide on something, she dyes or hand paints the cloth to work on and then she'll screen print a layer or use discharge printing. And she manipulates by using free machine embroidery or hand embroidery on top of that. But what I also like is that she doesn't stop there. If she wants to get something more into it, she's quite happy to use a heat gun or soldering iron on it as well. You know, she'll manipulate the work till she feels she's happy with it. And she doesn't work within a frame. She doesn't say, well, you know, this is going to be in a square frame. That's that. Her work is is very, very different. She just lets it take shape as she goes along. She works very freely, doesn't she? Very. So in case you are unfamiliar with Sue Hotchkiss's work, um, it's it's actually really hard to describe, but it's really, really pretty and it's really, really detailed and it kind of looks like it maybe could be a piece of skin or like scrap metal maybe or I don't know, it's really, really hard to describe. You're going to have to Google it, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know there's a lot of processes going into this and it obviously wouldn't feel like this for her, but it almost feels like she's playing, doesn't it? She's going backwards and forwards with ideas and the use of different materials is is just extraordinary because usually you'll have a process that you go through and something's very structured you've got a way of working but she doesn't mind going backwards and forwards and experimenting with things mm. i really struggle to mix things up mm. and to change things i'll have one way of working and and that's it well if i'm if i'm doing something you know textile is what i like i have to plan it out and you know i'll draw out the things i want to do and position them on the cloth I want to do them on before I actually start anything. She doesn't do that. You know, it's amazing. She's sort of much freer than I am in everything she does. I was wondering if, say, when she dyes her work, that gives her the insight to the next stage. So so that's why it's so natural. Maybe each stage leads to the next, which is a lovely way of working if you can do it, but my brain can't handle that. 
I usually have yeah. to have a subject that you know I want to discuss or raise and then I have to think of a way that I can do this through creating and then I have to figure out how I can make that where hers yes. is quite um oh, what's the word for it? it's sort of like fluid isn't it, it it'll go from yeah. one thing to the next and it, it is almost like a river isn't it it's just kind of leading her there yes I think that's exactly what it is it uh it seems to flow very freely so I guess the structure that she has is the processes she uses from using the camera to the computer to dyeing the fabric to sewing. So although it does feel very experimental, and, and it is, um, she still has that safety net of the methods she knows work. And even if you look at uh, the work that's uh, based mostly on decaying, it still just seems right. And yet she says that sometimes she looks back at work and thinks, mm, I've changed that a bit, but it's done now. Well, she says that she seeks out imperfection, but actually her work looks perfect, doesn't it? It does. It's, uh, she, she showed her very first piece, and people have suggested that they buy it from her, you know, and she won't because it was her first piece that she decided to go ahead with. Uh, but she says now, if she did it again, there's things she would have changed about it. So a lot of artists must have that feeling, mustn't they, when you've, you've done something and you think, oh, I'd have liked to have done that with it or this, but it's a finished piece now, so you don't want to alter it again. Yeah, yeah definitely. I wish I could work the way she does. She's made me want to experiment more. Looking at her work, I feel as I'm too structured in what I do, and I know I'm only an amateur you know, but I would like to now experiment a bit more with it. You know, I do have a soldering iron from my days in floristry, so beware fabric. <laughs> I would also like to experiment more, but um, I don't think my mind will allow me to. No, I don't, I don't think you could cope. <laughs> I read something she had written where she said she likes where man-made and nature meet. She likes kind of the idea of nature taking back, which I think is really cool, especially at the moment because, like, the ozone layer is repairing itself and there's fish in the canals in Venice and there's so many videos online of like animals that are coming back out to basically where they used to live before we took over. I can understand what you're saying because outside of my kitchen was a stone wall and it, it had just little weeds growing up it with tiny little flowers on them. And I often thought how amazing it looked that sort of nature had taken its own way on that wall. And I, I always thought, you know, maybe one day I'll do a painting or a drawing of it and never got round to it. Maybe you could do um, a textile piece on it. Yeah, you could make something really nice with that. I thought it was quite interesting that she she says that she used to keep her work flat. She actually would stretch it to keep that shape. And then when she was doing a piece, I think based on Pompeii, um, she actually wanted to include some quilted areas to it and realised that she liked that kind of structure. And that, I think, changed her process. But I thought it was interesting because quite often you get kind of fixated with something, don't you? Because you think it's the right way to do something. But actually, sometimes when you find a happy mistake in art, it can completely alter things for the better. Um, when I was at university, for example, I was absolutely devastated because my tutor told me basically you can't draw and everything that you're doing isn't working. Were you doing those plastic <laughs> bottles again? No. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Something else I was rubbish at. Um, and he was like, you need to try a different way of getting your idea onto paper. Um, so I started paper cutting and it completely changed everything. That's all I do now. I was told when I was at university to stop painting it wasn't my thing and that I should try sculpture and I was really offended by it yeah. because I painted for like 
maybe 10 years or so. And um, I went away and just carried on painting for a while. And then I thought, this is ridiculous. I'm not going to get the marks at, at yeah. university that I want. I'm just going to try it. So did it, but sort of half-hearted to begin with and in a mood about it. Mm -hmm. And actually I found it was my thing. You just kind of get stuck on something, don't you? Yeah, but, but the thing is, when I was painting, quite often I was putting texture into it and building things up and they were becoming yeah. almost 3D anyway. So I should have just gone with it in the first place. Yeah. yeah, it's funny, isn't it? And like you said, like to her, there probably is a lot of mistakes there, but we just see it as a beautiful piece of artwork. So I think that's pretty much it for Sue Hotchkiss. Um, oh, next time it's my turn to pick an artist. Um, I'm going to pick illustrator Kate Sutton. So get researching, girls. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.